Welcome to the Men of Action podcast, where we bring on stellar men, men who felt like zero until they recognized that they had that war inside them that was waiting to be awakened for them to come out to become the men that they were called out to be. Today, I got a special guest. I got Peyton from Elevate. Peyton, welcome to the podcast, man. What's going on, brother? Thank you so much for having me on. It's a blessing to be here. Yeah, I just I see you all over Twitter promoting God, promoting fitness, health, nutrition. So I had to bring you on. Hey, you're the man, dude. Yeah, yeah, those are my main pillars in life: health, nutrition, God, ultimately. So yeah, I appreciate you, dude. All right, let's get into it. So Peyton, tell us a little bit about who you are. Yeah, so obviously my name is Peyton Hodges, as Zach introduced me. Um, if you can't tell, I got a little bit of an accent. I'm from down south, uh, born and raised in Alabama. So shout out to all my Southerners watching this. Um, you know, grew up small town kid, always lived a pretty active lifestyle. Uh, always had just health overall as a as a pretty main focus in my life. Uh, played sports growing up in high school, uh, but it wasn't until about two years ago, I would say. Um, that I really doubled down on health. And so ever since then, it's been a main pillar of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, along with that, just overall self-development. Um, and that's kind of how I reach where I am today, just self-development. But back to back to where I am currently, you know, um, as of today, right now, I'm running a 48-hour fast. Uh, it's the first fast I've ever done. Um, that kind of traces back to health, of course. So the first fast you're ever doing, you're doing a 48-hour fast? Yeah, bro. I, I'm one of those oh guys all or nothing. Like, if I'm going to do something, i got to just dive off in the deep end or else I'm not going to do it. I don't do well just waiting in. So, mm-hmm. yeah, first fast we've ever done, 48 hours. And honestly, I'm feeling great, bro. Feeling really right. good. What, what kind of fast are you doing? Um, Like, what's it for? Is it just for health, nutrition? Like, what's it um, for? I really wanted to take control over that part of my life. You know, food has always been a major comfort zone for me. So ultimately just wanted to kill that comfort zone mm-hmm. and, you know, just regain control over certain areas of my mind. Nothing but better than fast to do that, to regain control of your body, control some of those impulses and learning to handle discomfort and through. So how have you been handling that discomfort? I'm kind of curious. You know, I started last night, so Mm -hmm. I'm almost 24 hours in. And it wasn't until this morning that I really started to get irritable and just really impatient with all the little things that add up. Um, But overall, I feel that I'm handling it pretty well. Um, I've had to just slow down and take some deep breaths at times. Um, Definitely said a couple prayers for my patients and just allow me to bring me back to the moment. Uh, But overall, dude, it's been really good. My, my, just focus and my mental clarity has been through the roof. And surprisingly enough, my energy has been through the roof as well. I'm trying to figure out what to do with all of this energy now. Um, but to answer your question, dude, it's going really well. Uh, especially when people who aren't used to fasting, it's it can take a big toll on your body, especially when you get hungry and then you can sometimes people get headaches. And it can be, people don't know always what to expect when you dive into something. So, Hey, props to you, man, for going 48 hours, going big or going home and decided to go big. Hey, I appreciate it, brother. Much love. Ask me again tomorrow. Maybe a different story. <laughs> you know, I'll check in on you tomorrow and be like, hey, how's that fast going? You're going to be like, it's going well. Said a few prayers, took a little more deep breaths, but it's all good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
Appreciate well, that's the kind of guy you are. You're a very positive, optimistic guy and definitely a man of action who's you know, learning to take control. And this is a prime example right here of you actually doing that fast to understand that you have some challenges with food. And so to regain control of yourself, you're taking action to do one of the best things you can. And that's a fast to gain control of those impulses. So have you always like struggled with food? Struggled? No, not necessarily. Okay. Uh, because like I said, health is already has always been right. a major focus in my life. Um, I can really thank my dad for that. He, he was really the one that inspired me to be health focused as a kid. But I have always looked to food for comfort. Like I said, right. when I get stressed out, I always go to food. You know, being a, a health brand on Twitter and, and just always tweeting about health, you know, I, in the pantry, I've kind of audited it to where like I only have good foods. Mm-hmm. But even then, I still go in. I may eat like three cups of Greek yogurt just for the comfort and just for the pleasure of it. Okay. Um, so really just looking to kill that comfort zone so I don't have one and I can just, when I get stressed out or need to face a problem, I'm not turning to anything but the problem and going to facing it. That was kind of the basis behind it. Okay. No, that's that's key because most people want to run away from the problem you know, and be in that comfort. And it's not easy to go face the problems head on, especially if it's been something you've been dealing with years. Mm. A lot of times what people struggle with, it's not just days, weeks, it's years that they struggle with this, whether it's identity, food. And for food, it's one of those things that we do find comfort in. There's a comfort, you know, that instant relief. You know, it's like the, you know, someone shows alcohol, you know, they always tell us when you take that first drink, it's like, Yep. It's kind of one of the first signs, even with food, like once you eat that big, let's say you eat a big, nice cheeseburger, just eat it. You go, you feel like you can just breathe again. That's kind of beginning signs of that there's a challenge or a problem that needs to be addressed because that means there's something inside you that's not right, that there's that irritability, anxiety, nervousness, what have you, and to begin to discover what that is. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, dude. It's one thing to have it, but it's another thing to notice and, and take action toward fixing that, you know? Exactly. So challenge anybody out there who understands their struggles and their weak points to just eliminate them. Just like yeah. so did someone recommend a fast to you then? Like what happened for you to decide to do a 48 hour? You know, being on this side of, of social media, just the health and self-development side of it. I've seen several people do fast like Zach Kamal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in, even in the Elevate community, I've seen several people talk about fast. Um, so it's, it's nothing new to me. It's nothing that anybody like recommended that I do, mm-hmm. but it's just, I needed a challenge this week. And I knew just by reflecting, um, on those comfort zones, especially within food, I was like, well, this is something that I need to do. So if not now, then, then when. Hey, great question. Yeah. Cause we both, as we all know, especially in the personal development kind of sphere, let's do it today, not tomorrow. Mm, no doubt about that, brother. And that's just the best way. Let's tackle the problem today. Let's figure out what's going on. So has that always been your kind of modern mindset that you see a problem, you're just going to tackle it head on? Um, no, not necessarily. Okay. I've tried to keep that mindset, and I definitely have acted that way at times, um, just taking it head on. But I would say a lot of the times in my life, I've definitely backed down and, and ran away from it 
and looked mm. for those comfort zones. I'm sure. So what what was your turning point, if you will, that made you decide to stop running and start facing the storm? Mm. You know, honestly, brother, I just just had enough of of running away from it, you know, running away from struggles, running away from a life that I wasn't completely fulfilled in. Um, and I'm sure we're going to, I'll dive some more into that later on. Um, but just having enough, you know, people have a, a cap on how much they can handle, how much they can run away from. And honestly, I knew at a certain point, I can't tell you exactly when it was, I'm mm-hmm. sure sometime during my self-development journey, but I just realized that I had enough and it was time to start actively pursuing and actively just facing those struggles. I'm glad. I'm glad you had that turning point. And how old are you, if you don't mind me asking you? How old? Yeah, how old are you, man? Uh, 20 years young, my friend. 20 years young? 20 years you, young. That's right. Oh, man, you got a full head of life ahead of you, man. If you had that mindset right at that age. Man, I appreciate you, dude. Um, just being in this space on, on Twitter, I know I keep alluding back to that, but it honestly makes me feel like I don't have a lot of time, you know, just seeing what guys around me are doing, um, just actively pursuing a higher life and a higher calling. Like I feel, I wake up every day with a good anxiety to, to just make sure I'm maxing out my potential in this life. You know, there's nothing wrong with having that sense of urgency and being aware of that. And I always allude to, it's one thing to be consumed by it. Mm. You're always trying to level, 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 level up. And then you kind of stop to see the progress you made and the people you've impacted along the way. Mm. Yeah, exactly right, dude. Definitely. I think, I think reflection is a major, has been a major focus of mine these past couple months. You know, I think I had became consumed by it, just Mm -hmm. the whole improving myself journey. Um, But it does take a certain level of balance to, to just have a healthy lifestyle overall. No, it does. And to have the will and determination to go out there and achieve it. Absolutely, brother. So I know you also took, and I'm sure the viewers are going to just follow find this out, that you also took one of the biggest risks I've seen some people take on this, and that's jumping out of college and being part of Elevate. Yeah, dude. Um, dropped out in January was, it was something that I, that I knew I needed to do, um, mm-hmm. even from the start of college. Like, I just knew I wasn't supposed to be there. Um, okay. I'm honestly just there to check a box, mm. uh, just to, just to check a box in the normal lifestyle. Um, but it didn't feel right. I knew that there was a higher calling for me. I knew that there was a path that was more fitting for me. Um, just a more free path, just kind of a, a blaze a trail type, type route in life. Um, and it wasn't until I joined Elevate just as a member that, like I didn't see it possible before and then joining and, and seeing these guys blazing a trail and creating their own path in life. Mm-hmm. It really inspired me um, to want to do the same. And then just a final push over the edge was Matt and a couple other guys um, really encouraging me to do that. Um, so yeah, took that big leap in January and Matt immediately asked me to come on to elevate as a co-partner of the business side of things. Wow, yeah, I didn't realize that you were a co-partner of it. Wow, yeah, brother. co-partner. That's amazing. 
Yeah, appreciate it, dude. So, I so guess you're like the CEO. Like, what's your like? What's your uh, title? What's that? What's your title? Title. I guess you could call me a COO. Um, okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I manage operations. I just optimize member experience in the community. So you could totally call me a COO. Hey, you got you got to take in that title, man. You've earned that. To yeah, hey, you're exactly right, man. I own it. Man, to see that potential in you and to want to take a risk on you, man. And yeah. you got to stand with your chest up high and tall, man. Absolutely, yeah. From here on out, I want everybody to call me COO. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Hating the COO, just uh, make sure your head doesn't get too big or else you might float away. That's right. That balance. Right. Absolutely. No. So what's your experience been like since uh, joining Elevate as, you know, both a member and as a COO? Hmm. I'll start with the member. Yeah. Uh, you know, around the time I joined Elevate, I was extremely lonely. Um, I was just over a year in to my self-development journey and just taking the pathless travel and ultimately, um, you know, really doubled down on my health and my fitness and really doubled down on just the mindset side of self-development. I was reading different kinds of pod or different kinds of books and self-development, watching podcasts, you know, um, the biggest part of it that really set me on fire on this journey was auditing my friend group mm. uh, and you know you know what they say you're the you become the five people you hang around the most yes so auditing my friend group was just a major pivot and it really and it really just launched me into that journey but that came with the byproduct of me being extremely lonely a year and a couple months later um, okay. so Around that time, you know, I was just I was praying to for me to find like-minded people. Mm -hmm. um, I was praying ultimately for a community, and then Matt reached out and he asked me to, to come on and join the community. And you know, member experience since then has been incredible. Um, I can accredit just being a member of that community uh, to a lot of my success over the past year. Just having guys inspire me day in and day out to to just reach higher, um, to do the hard things in life, to continue to take the path less traveled. Um, so as far as a member goes, dude, incredible experience, and it just feels like a home and a family to me now. Um, as far as the business side goes, you know, transition quickly from college to COO, you know, operations manager of a of a business. Um, so college, super slow learning. We spent like three weeks learning a super specific part of a business. Yeah. And now going to this high position in a business, everything's getting thrown at me so fast. And I'm just having to take it all in two totally different speeds. But I thoroughly enjoy this speed. Um, you know, college is pretty boring to me. And this being in this position, I've just seen so much growth. I've learned so much. It's been hands-on learning, you know, building out systems, um, actually, you know, handling the fulfillment for a business. Um, and I've really been able to develop just as a person, just so much more mature, um, just as a man and as a leader, um, you know, being, a, uh, having this title and, and trying to lead a hundred plus men, you know, mm -hmm. you have no choice but to become a great leader. Right. Right. So 
from the business side, dude, extreme amount of growth. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to learn how a business operates, all the different roles and functions. It's a completely different ball game to actually go out and do it. Yeah, no doubt about that, dude. No so, doubt. No, man, major props to you for taking on that role and just like having such eagerness for to love and to learn and to figure out how to make things better. And I believe I just saw you sign up for a conference too, right? Do a training? Conference? Or maybe like a, um, like I know you like you were going through, maybe it was someone else. I thought you were going through like another like training or something. Um, no. So I did, I did strongman in January. Right. Uh, I did my strongman competition and then just did the elevate Spartan race in March. Uh, but yeah, I am actually training for another Spartan race that we're going to do in June. Oh, nice. So did sign up for that. That one's going to be a 10 K I'm doing that with Matt Moore and Joey Johan and a couple other guys. Um, it's a big leap. I've never been a big cardio guy. You know, the 5k Spartan race was one thing. 10 K is, is another never ran that far. Uh, but yeah, dude, just continue to do hard things and push myself to the limit. So I'm excited yeah. for it. So it looks like it was the chosen leader leadership course. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, chose that his name's Nick Anderson. Mm -hmm. It's been he's been a, a friend of Matt's for a while. You could call him a mentor of Matt's. And um, Nick was kind enough to bring us on and, and gave us the course and allow allowing us to run it. Um, and we get on calls with him weekly. And um, that's been incredible so far. I'm only one weekend and you know, I'm just learning a lot about myself, learning a lot about leadership. I can tell that's going to be, it's going to be incredible for my growth. That's awesome that you're always investing, investing in your learning and growing that you're excited about it. Cause I know some of those programs are either really great when you start them or differ. Mm. So yeah. it's awesome that you're both excited about this. You're going to take everything you're learning. You're going to grow. You're going to take things to the next level. Absolutely. I appreciate it, brother. So with everything in your whole life, how have you begun kind of impacting more of like your friends that you've obtained since starting this new personal journey? As we both know, the moment we decided to improve our lives, sometimes the smaller our group gets. And as, as with your, obviously with your, uh, you know, your family and your community, how are you making an impact in that kind of area? Mm. So, you know, like I said, I really had to narrow down uh, when I started, audited a friend group, audited my right. circle became extremely small and you know I, I think I, I truly believe it was a mistake to to block out everyone from my life as far as mm -hmm. what I was doing um, it did help me grow but you know there became a wall in between my parents you know my girlfriend some of my friends that I did keep close I just didn't let them in on this area of life but now that I am coming out and kind of catching them up on this self-development journey. Um, I'm just trying to inspire everyone I meet to do the same. Um, that's as far as like everyone here in my like physical in-person community, mm -hmm. uh, family, friends, just inspiring them to do the same. You know, I'm doing these Spartan races I'm taking these leadership courses, doing strongman now CEO of a business. Um, I'm just trying to inspire you know, I'm operating at an extreme level with these competitions, but 
I'm just trying to get people to just start. Like, I hope that these extreme things that I'm doing can be an inspiration for the people that I love to just start in some area of self-development, whether that's health, you know, mindset, faith, so on and so forth. So as far as the physical community goes, that's what I'm working toward. Um, as far as the online community, you know, elevates, um, just constantly trying to inspire as well. Honestly, um, most of the guys in there are already on some sort of self-development journey, mm-hmm. but I'm just sharing my struggles day in and day out from this journey because it's still hard. It's still a difficult path to go down, but just trying to provide a vulnerable space where we can lean on each other while we go down this path. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's one of the most important things to really focus on for men is having a space where we can all go to to share our struggles. Cause as we know, and when you start your journey, you realize how hard it is. You know, obviously the hardest step is taking that first step. And then maintaining that next step and that next step and doing one more thing, one more thing, and then learning how to handle setbacks, anger, frustration, irritability, comfort, learning to overcome comfort, knowing that you make progress. And there's going to be days that you don't feel like you're making progress. And there's so many different mixture of emotions and frustrations that can go into it. So how do you help inspire other people who maybe feel like giving up, who feel like they're not making progress? For anybody who is struggling and is just kind of in the in the depths and in the lows of that journey, you know, I just try to be a light to them mm. that they're it's worth it in the end. You know, just I'll try to show them my life and what I'm doing now and how everything is going well since I really doubled down on this journey. Um, and that's kind of like what I said with those extreme challenges. Anyone can do it. You just got to keep going. Um, you got to keep taking action. Right. But I'll also um, just reach out to people who are stru- who I know are struggling and who I know are going through this journey um, and just providing sound advice based on where I struggled in my journey. You know, um, that's the best advice I can give is is what I learned on my path. Um, but ultimately, dude, just inspiring and trying to be a light at the end of the tunnel for them. that's that's awesome i mean especially being a leader people are looking to you for all the answers i appreciate it brother well it's it's humbling knowing that a leader can recognize because a leader walks a very difficult road because they have to be strong and lead and not give up and be in control themselves but they have to also be vulnerable to a degree when they make a mistake or something goes wrong and to own it that's where Obviously, people who see the leader recognize that they're just like them and that they're more trustworthy when you go into that. You know, it's something called a servant leadership. It's mm-hmm. called being a servant leader where you're being you're leading others and you're serving other people and you're making an impact. And then you have a mindset of we, not I. Mm-hmm. How can we uplift each other? How can we continue to build this? How can we continue to make sure that this is a space of love, compassion, accountability, responsibility, and brotherhood. So, yeah, absolutely, dude. Um, you know, it's hard. It's really hard to, especially as a man, um, own up to all of your mistakes. You, you want to bury them. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, for me, I want to bury them. Just, I want to show everybody this perfect life that I'm living. But as a leader, 
you know, number one, I have to show them my mistakes. Number two, I, if I want to put, to create this vulnerable space, I'm the one that has to go first Mm -hmm. and just tell everyone about how I'm feeling, what I'm dealing with, what I'm struggling with. And it's, it's not something that everyone can do. And it's not something that every man can do willingly because, you know, as a man, like my ego usually gets in the way of sharing those struggles. Mm -hmm. But yeah, dude, as in a leadership role like that, just being able to share those struggles makes all the difference in creating space and building relationships and connections with the guys that you were leading. Yeah, 100%. And again, major props to you, the fact that you're taking this all on, that you've learned all these major life lessons that people learn in their mid-20s, 30s, and 40s of the importance of this, the importance of opening up not allowing, you know, pride to get in the way. So you have some really great mentors for you to recognize this and grow and be willing to even listen to that. Yeah, no doubt about that, dude. I, I definitely can't accredit this to myself. It's it's all God and it's a lot of it. He's used other people in my life uh, as great mentors, as great leaders to show me um, just the right path and how ultimately I should act as a man and a leader. So definitely big props to God and big props to all the mentors and leaders in my life. Yeah, and obviously for Twitter, because we get a lot of good ideas from other people, whether they write a thread, whether they, you know, comment on someone's post or share the story in those, you know, minute videos. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Twitter has been a big one from my influence just as far as leadership and all you know, the whole self-development uh, aspect um, just showing me that there's always a next level to go to. Just don't, be, don't get complacent in your journey. Yeah. It looks like we're back. We kind of froze up for a quick second. Oh, I did. We both did. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, dude. I was just saying that Twitter has, has been huge as far as influence goes on me. Um, just showing me that there's a next level, um, in self-development and leadership and just overall development as a man and a leader um, and just helping me aim to reach higher day to day. Yeah. So, so what are your goals for 2023? You know, one of the main goals and it's proven great so far is to just be open to every opportunity. Mm. And that's, that's been great so far. You know, I've been able to drop out of college. I've been able to um, come on as a, as a high role in a business um, and several other opportunities just in my personal life. Uh, but besides that super open goal, I did have comp- a goal to do three different competitions. Mm-hmm. And that's going really well. Um, yeah. Going to hit three by june that'll the spartan race in june mm-hmm. will be my third one um besides that i had some fitness goals just as far as weight training goes back squat bench press um but another one i did want to touch on was just a communication goal i didn't have any type of super specific metric attached to it but i did want to just really deepen my relationships and get better at overall communication because that's something that I've, I've definitely locked off in and that I'm not naturally good at. 
uh, communicating. So definitely been one of my main focuses this year is overall communication. Fantastic goals. Seriously. I appreciate it, brother. Especially if you can come on here and recognize that you need to work on communication. And I'm going to tell you something that is going to be key for the rest of your life. This comes from probably one of the wisest people I know. And that's my grandma. And she has this saying, communication, communication, communication. <laughs> I love it. She sounds like a wise woman. Oh my gosh. She's incredibly wise. So really what that kind of means is always, you're always going to be learning how to fine tune communication. You're always going to learn how to fine tune your speech, make things more specific and how to even run things, making sure your systems, that means your technology, your delivery. Um, your open communication, your feedback, that's all going to be related to communication. And the better you can always fine tune that and never think that you, you have it all. Mm. The moment you have it all is the, really the moment where you kind of limit yourself from growing. Mm. So there's a limit. There's, so that's kind of when we get that difference between being ignorant and confident. Like you can be confident in your speech and who you are. But, you know, once you get more of that pride for being ignorance, that's when you think you have it all. And you don't have to really worry about or improve anymore. Like you're good. Yeah, dude, no doubt about that. Uh, I've definitely let arrogance get in the way in the past, you know, especially in communication and just those skills there, but also in other areas of my life, man, you know, I was definitely when I was in my teenage years, just low level as far as multiple skills in my life. Um, and I just thought I already knew everything. I was already good at everything. Um, but once you drop the ego and drop the arrogance and actually start learning some more, the more you know, or the more you grow and learn, the more you realize that you don't know. And I don't know what that is about being a teenager. I mean, I'm always a teenager. I thought I knew it all. Like, no, that's not how it works anymore. It works this way or, or what have you. And just like get older, get into your 20s. You're like, yeah, I didn't know anything when I was like 16, 17 at all. Yeah, dude. <laughs> It's crazy to think about it, but it's just, it's a cool reflecting point. Um, just can't wait to deal with that with my kids, man. <laughs> with that know-it-all stage. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you think you know everything now, but wait four or five years, and then you can come back like, yeah, I didn't know anything. Yeah, you, you were completely right. And a lot of the things, I just don't want to admit it. Oh, my parents tried. They were like, you, you don't know anything at all. My arrogance was just blinding at the time, so. Yeah, well, as that teenager, I mean, you're, especially nowadays, where you're influenced by so much now with YouTube, with Twitter, and the rate of knowledge is endless almost, where you can learn almost about anything and everything online because of, you know, different creators, different people wanting to make an impact, different businesses, and there's a lot of more resources nowadays than back in the day. Yeah. So. Yeah, dude. Information is endless now. Mm -hmm. You just got it in the palm of your hand. It's it's crazy. Yeah, and I got to say for what's the good information and what's ones that are more harmful. So just because content's out there, you have to discern what is good and true and what's maybe trying to get the views. Mm. Yeah, no doubt about that, brother. It's definitely a double-edged sword. It can be wielded against you or wielded mm -hmm. to, to use for good, you know. And thankfully, we have Elevate, which is all good because it's God-centered. It's men trying to help men become better, healthier, stronger versions of themselves every single day. So, you know, it's great that there's communities like Elevate out there trying to make a difference in this world. And 
And I know it's helped, and I see all throughout the Twitter feed of how much it's helped so many men mm. connect, grow, and eventually meet each other in the public spaces, like with that Spartan race that Matt ran. So, you know, which is so cool because a lot of times we don't really get to meet people that we meet online in person. So for there to be even that space of that connection, because this is a difference between connecting each other online and then having that in-person connection. Hmm. You have that touch and that engagement and that reciprocal conversation. It's a lot easier than online. Yeah, dude, no doubt. Online aspect definitely creates a, a wall despite just how much, how many phone calls you get on or how much you try to break it down. Um, In-person is always better. So one thing we're reaching for next year is just more in-person events. We got to get these guys connected in person um, and just, you know, deepen those relationships in person. Cause like you said, it's, it's not the same as online, but at the same time, it's better than nothing. Having hundred percent dude, this, this community and getting on these calls is the closest thing you can get to, to having this just God founded and self-development based community, you know, in person as you can get, because more than likely you're not going to find a community as good as this in person or as many as there's so many members in there um, and so many testimonials Hmm. dating back to, to, leaning on each other and, and just growing ultimately as a community. Um, so definitely, even though it's online, it's still changing lives. Yes. No. And like you said, it's better than nothing. And, and that's how people connect nowadays. They, it's, it's nice where you can just hop on a call with somebody. Hey, I'm struggling in this area. How can, can you just listen or give me some advice? So that's, what's nice is that, people then will become friends with each other within that community where they're giving out phone numbers and doing phone calls. And I hear about that all the time, mm. you know? 100%. So really it's been a godsend to have as many communities as there are. Yeah. So that way people aren't as lonely. That way people can relate to one another and build upon that human connection that we, we've been missing, especially among men where we need community, we need fellowship, we need each other and not to seclude ourselves. Yeah, dude. Um, no doubt about that. You know, sorry, something popped up on my screen. Uh, yeah, dude, men totally need community. It just is as leaders and, and guys going down this, this separate path from the average life. Um, I've said it already on this call, but it can be extremely lonely. Um, and just as a leader in your own life, it can be extremely lonely. So having this community with other leaders inside of it and just being able to be vulnerable, share our struggles as leaders and as just God-fearing men, it's incredible. It's just invaluable overall. Yeah, definitely. And as you said, you know, alluded to earlier, it's, make sure you don't completely cut off all your friends thinking you have to go like be a lone wolf or you have to find all the top 1% guys, mm. you know, be impactful, inspire other guys around you, still hang out with them. Now, if they're not, you have to go back to evaluating your friends. Now, if they're smoking, drinking and doing things that are, are dangerous and can make a negative influence in your life, 
then evaluate that. But if they're just like casual friends to hang out with, but people will be drawn to you. Like if they see a change in you, yes, a lot of times you're like, man, what happened to you? You used to be so cool. You used to do this, this, and that. But you would have that one guy, let's say out of four, so you know, 25% go, what did you do? Because there's something about you that you're completely different. You're much more calmer. You have much more confidence in that look in your eye. Like, tell me, what did you do? Because I need that and I want that. 100% dude. Yeah, not everybody, not everybody will support your your journey on this path and and most people won't give you the recognition you deserve until you actually have like incredible results from it. Yes. Um they won't they won't give you the recognition at the very beginning when when everything just sucks. Um but like you said dude, there will be the the one person out of out of 4 out of 10, however many. Right. Will ask you and they'll be inspired by your journey. And, you know, ultimately, it's not about the other non-people who didn't get it. It's about the one person that you impacted from this journey and these struggles that you that you went through. That's right. Amen, man. So, Peyton, you are definitely a man of action. So, what would you give someone today? Like, If you're talking to your own self or someone on the other side of the screen, what would you tell them today? Hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to speak to the person who is walking down that path and is feeling um, extremely lonely on their journey to personal excellence. And I'm going to say, reach out and put yourself out there because ultimately you attract who and what you are. Um, And if you put yourself out there, you're going to find the person, the people in the community that you need to help just guide you down the rest of your path and your journey. So just put yourself out there um, and just continue reaching out. Hey, you heard the man, put yourself out there. Stop living in a shelter. Stop living in the comfort zones. Take a step outside of it today and put yourself out there for the whole mission of Elevate is action is everything. And we need to give a round of applause because... This is Peyton's first ever appearance on a podcast. Yes, sir. It's the first one. First of many. So I, I appreciate you taking a chance on a rookie here, Zach. I greatly appreciate hey. it. This is about your man of action, and action is everything, and you're putting yourself out there. So let's give it up for Peyton. I think he did a fantastic job. Put in the comments below. How do you think Peyton did? Because this is his first of many. He's going to be on a lot of different podcasts in the coming years so you want to keep your eyes on this guy make sure you go follow him on twitter on elevate on all the social media platforms that will be in the description below and remember you can become a man of action by taking action not in action so let's go let's go live the best life possible by taking one step at a time one day at a time and remember be blessed i'll see you guys in the next video